Hello and welcome to the Weird Geeks Horror Show, where every Friday we'll be covering another installment in a classic horror franchise. Go to weirdgeeks.com and weirdgeeks on iTunes to check out our other podcast series, social medias, Twitch streams, contact details and news on our very own feature films, albums, shorts and more that are currently in production for our publisher, We Are Tessellate. Weird Geeks is not affiliated with any of the rights holders of the films referenced and no infringement is intended. Riders on the storm Riders on the storm Geeks! 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 Hello and welcome back to the Weird Geeks Horror Show where every single Friday we take you through another installment in a classic horror retrospective franchise. I'm your host and Al... Al... Fucking... Alberto? Did you change your name? For the love of God. For the love of God. I'm your host Al White and joining us throughout all of the Joyride, the Hitcher, the Duels, the Highwaymen's has been Christina Masterson. Hi guys. And a lady called Heaven Devero, who I'm learning has some twisted fucking kinks in her life. Stop. Good afternoon. <laughs> Basically, you like country pop singers who are past their prime. That's what I'm learning <laughs> about you. Billy Ray Cyrus is handsome. I loved him in Mulholland Drive. I mean, Christina hasn't seen Mulholland Drive, so she doesn't know, but she's a big Lynch fan, so you know. <laughs> I'm going to watch gonna it sure. tonight now. Uh, this is it we're at the end the end of another road another franchise we are done next week of course we'll be doing a wrap up but this is the last film that we will be covering Heaven's Face Wrinkled (laughs) was that at your mic positioning or was that the concept of a wrap up it was the mic positioning I got scared moving it and then I decided to move it back to where it started sorry guys I'm still waking up I'll be honest, because every time uh, we do these shows, uh, you know, we have the little group on WhatsApp and I'll put down all the films that are happening. And then I kind of like enjoy each week when I say what we're covering next week, the look in your face where sometimes it's like, wait, there's another film. That was text <laughs> message from years ago at this point. <laughs> sure. Hey, fucking Ali wants us to do the MCU next. Um, What's that? Because Alex is it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I would jump on that roller films. coaster. not horror films and just so much info like so much research for me there's like i just don't want to do things that have that much research because there's too much to to wait into it's exhausting but that would take us for the rest of the year because there's 23 of them it's ridiculous wow but not as much as your godzilla oh my god did i ever know we are doing a special on godzilla i guess this is yeah this is the reveal (laughs) (laughs) christina no we've been plotting it for a while you didn't tell me it was a secret (laughs) no that's not really a secret we just haven't said yet i am not saying who or how but we are going to do something that's godzilla related i um, love godzilla we've been planning for a while i used to have a stuffed Godzilla? godzilla yeah as a little kid i had like a my aunt ordered it from japan like online like a stuffed godzilla like i loved godzilla so much he was a big lizard too. Do you love Godzilla enough to watch 36 movies? <laughs> Rock and roll, baby. Happy quarantine. <laughs> not me. Not me. I was like, oh, I I'm do. so glad I'm not on this one. <laughs> what? 36? We're gonna, I mean, I'll say it now, we're not going to be covering that like every film. I've watched all the films and we're dealing with people who are watching all of the films, but we're going to be covering it in just three podcasts, essentially, that sort of oh. separate the eras. Oh, that's great. Um, and that's talk good. a bit more broadly about things. But anyway, that's for another time. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise, guys! We're here to talk about Joyride Three: Colon Roadkill, or if you're in England, what should be called Roadkill Three: Colon Roadkill, because that's what this series was called in England. What a fucking hot mess! It was made in 2014. So, like, when we're gonna watch this last night, 
I turned to Katie and I was like, look, this has to be, this has got to be better than Joyride 2. I've got some friends who I know actually like this one. Like, and I've seen some of the director's work. It's not great, but at least he can have fun with stuff. Like, this has to be better. So we went on the IMDb before and I was like, I just need to know. Because the first one had like a 6.3 out of 10 on IMDb. Second one had, I think it was a 5.1. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this one's got to be higher than a 5.1. 4.7 out of 10 on oh, IMDb. Wow. And Why we did like, you oh, look shit. at it? Yeah. Oh, shit. Well, to be fair, their audience reviews on IMDb, and I quite often, I rarely agree with audience reviews. I normally agree more with the critic reviews than the audience reviews. But So I was still went in with open arms mm-hmm. <laughs> to this film. Directed, uh, no, we don't do that. For the love of God. Uh, if you're new to us, hello, welcome. Head on out to weirdgeeks.com, but really, why bother? Just go onto your podcast app, go on to other things like the iTunes, find us, rate us, subscribe. It helps us out a whole damn bunch. We do all of this for free. We don't do patrons, we don't do banner ads. And by the love of sexy ex country singers who take to the high roads to murder people, we're not going to try and sell you any Billy Ray Cyrus albums. <laughs> I don't even know what Billy Ray Cyrus is. What is a Billy Ray Cyrus? What do you mean? Hannah you don't Montana's know? dad. <laughs> I mean, I know of a Miley Cyrus. Is that are they related? Yeah. There, yeah. it's her dad. Can you sing me a little bit? Don't break my heart, my achy break. You know that one. Oh, does he sing that song? <laughs> you know, yeah. I right? don't think did they. He did not write that song. He could have. He could have thought about it. I don't think so. No, that's not <laughs> I don't his think song. He <laughs> that is his song. I'm gonna look it up. Is it? Look it up. Don't break my heart, my achy, breaky Breaky heart. heart. Yeah, achy, breaky heart. Hold on. Billy Ray Cyrus. No, he did not write that song. (laughs) But he sang it. Well, yeah. I I mean, mean, you just sang it. You didn't write it. Yeah. (laughs) He's an American singer-songwriter and is known for his number one single, Achy, Breaky Heart, which became the first single ever to achieve triple platinum status in Australia. Whoa, he wrote that? No. Or, I mean, if that's his song... That's his song. I mean, unless you're just singing it like a different song. Did wow, he? and how old was he then? He's not that old. That's why I thought that song was a lot older. Yeah, it is older. He did. He did write that song, but he did quit songwriting before Old Town In Road came out. 1992. Okay. Anyways... <laughs> no, he wrote. Yeah, he wrote it in 1992. It was written by. Actually, no, it was written by Don Von Tress. But then recorded by Billy Ray Cyrus. Damn. But that's his song? Wow. Yeah. He did the original recording, even though he didn't write it. There you go. I think we can all go home now. Wait, you (laughs) sure? That's the podcast. Yeah, that's that's what the Googles tell me. It says, Don't Break My Heart, song by UB40. No, but that's a different song. Maybe Heaven's just conflating. No, I'm very not. Simple. Let's be honest. Most country songs have the same lyrics. Look up <laughs> d- specifically Don't Break My Heart, My Achy Breaky Heart, and Billy Ray Cyrus is going to come up. Can you imagine if you said that to someone? <laughs> I guess so. It's you're called, like, it's called like, Achy Breaky Heart. If you're like on a date with someone, you're like, don't, don't break my heart. And they think achy. it's all sweet and you're my achy breaky heart. I'm going to say that to somebody. Which, by the way, is a good lead-in. I have a new podcast that I'm starting, and I'm going to be revealing that soon. But it is tied into country songs. <laughs> we'll get there, though. Wait, what? You're doing I'm a podcast on country songs? I'm scared, sort of, In a way. In a way. I think it's honestly going to be the best thing I've ever done. Well, tell me about it. Well, no, I'm not going to, because you're just going to reveal it on some fucking podcast. Like you <laughs> DM us. DM us. 
<laughs> All right. So before we get to the movie that we're here to talk about, we do like to look at the landscape that was the year 2014. Heaven was cogent. She was out there doing stuff. Had you mm-hmm. kissed anyone by this point? Yes, sir, I have. She got kissy kissy. So, you know, uh, you were able to watch this movie in 2014, but I'm presuming you didn't. Mm-mm, I did not. Missing out. <laughs> but what other movies came out in the said year? Somebody here has a top 10 worldwide grossing movies of that year. Christina. I do, per usual. We have 10. By the way, I'm really liking how your hair looks like you were dragged through a hedge, <laughs> but you have like, you're, you're, what, you're like pigtails. Yeah, you, your pigtails look really cool. But then like, so like, if you just look from your chin down, you look really put together, but from chin up, you look like you've just been like in a fucking fight with a polar bear. She just watched My- Joyride 3, okay? Leave yeah, give me a break. <laughs> I barely made it to this podcast, guys. Okay, we have number 10, Interstellar. So good. What is that one? It's the the Christopher Nolan film. Have you seen any films ever? No. No. Okay. I'm glad we're starting you off with these movies that we've been watching. (laughs) Jeez. Uh, Okay, number 11. It's all about shaking bookshelves, by the way. That's Interstellar. What is it? It's all about shaking a bookshelf. That's what the whole film is about. Oh, I, I haven't seen it. Number nine, we have The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I'm not mm-hmm. a fan of this one. I do actually like Andrew Garfield a lot, though, as Spider-Man. But I think this film is bad. Mm-hmm. Heaven, by the way, I can see her eyes have rolled off. And I just want to say, if you're on fucking Instagram, I'm going to take what, you down. Rolled off? How am I rolled off? Look, my phone is literally blank. I think we should get Heaven to like hold her phone up at all times so we can tell she's not. <laughs> no, I'm literally here. Number eight, we have Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The second one or the first one? I don't know. Isn't the third one? Weren't there three? No, well, not yeah, there are three. War is the third one. You've got Rise and Dawn, and I always get it muddled up which way around those two are. But they're all good. Oh, good. Okay, okay. Number seven, we have, um, I haven't seen that either. Number seven, we have Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Ooh. Speaking of doing wow. the MCU movies, it's one of the better ones. One of the best. Mm. Winter Soldier movies. was really good. I watched Christina, a lot of Have you seen movies. anything of these <laughs> movies? Like, it's six years ago. No. You have to see one of these movies in the top ten. You Mm-mm. have to. Damn, 2014 mm. was six years ago. I feel... I yeah, I think 2014 was when I was doing Power Rangers, so I was like working every day. <laughs> like it was when I was doing drugs, so just like really out of it. No Wait, Christina, idea. you were on Power Rangers? Yeah. How do you not know that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like forget that I'm like I... friends with like cool people who do cool things. <laughs> well, calm, well, calm down. Huh? Why do you it's think Christina. Alex friends with me? That's oh, the only reason. Why do you think I, it's purely the Power Rangers connection? <laughs> Duh. Otherwise, it would be really creepy that I literally travel everywhere with a little square, cuddly pink Power Ranger. <laughs> Christina, you were the pink Power Ranger? Yeah. I'm so <laughs> shook right now. It's <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Wow. Damn. I'm glad we captured this moment. Thanks, Heaven. <clears throat> Thanks for making me feel, you know, important. <laughs> Stop. Um, number six, we have X-Men, Days of the Future Past. Yeah, this is pretty fun. Not the best, not the worst. Number five, no comment. <laughs> Number five, Malefic- Maleficent. 
Malefic- maleficent. Malefic- oh, maleficent. Oh, God. You take that one. No. I know that Angelina Jolie's in this one. I haven't seen it, though. Maleficent. Maleficent. Yeah, yeah there maleficent. you go. Ooh, I did see this one, number four The Hunger Games Mocking Jay, part one. That's I the see one this you one. saw. Yeah, I've seen all of these. The Hunger Games. Same. They were fun. They were good. I mean, like, sure, but lots of the movies too. on this list are fun. <laughs> number th- three, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. No, I haven't seen it. That was you so seen good. Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> that one's my favorite of the MCU, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's maybe the best MCU movie. Yeah. I like. I mean, I've got three that I love, but this is one of those three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Number two, we have The Hobbit, The Battle of the Five Armies. That's when the giant worms came out of the mountain. I that was so exciting to watch in theaters, right? Is it the I don't worms? Think anybody <laughs> said that the Hobbit was exciting. <laughs> I don't. I love you. I Emma. think I've seen one Hobbit movie. I don't know which one. I'm honestly surprised it got to number two because I think people were unfairly mean on the Hobbit movies, but people were really pissed about Hobbit and just kind of bored by that point. So mm. it's got a very. They've all got a very bad rep. Oh really? Mm. I didn't know that. Well, yes, because he was literally just like, he took a tiny, but he wanted to redo The Lord of the Rings again. So he took a tiny book that should be a 90 minute to two hour movie and he turned it into three, like three hour movies, basically, Mm -hmm. and stretched it all out by adding all this stuff to it. And people were pissed. The Hobbit was shot in New Zealand. You could go on Hobbit tours, actually. You know what else was shot in New Zealand, Heaven? What? Power Rangers. I'm so stoked. (laughs) That's all the reason why I know that. (laughs) <laughs> my mom went to her honeymoon to New Zealand just so she could see like the giant squid they had caught and go to the Hobbit village. <laughs> I, I didn't know they had a giant squid. They do. That I is, didn't see is, it. Dang it! You missed it because they had it in ice. But that was like in twenty. Really? They oh, had okay. it like that was like twenty eleven though. Oh, okay. they still have the squid. Ice? Yeah, they had this huge giant squid. I mean, it was dead. Like they didn't catch it live, but it was a giant squid. My wow. mom loves giant squids specifically giant <laughs> good to know uh, number one we have transformers age of extinction oh my god oh, that's yeah that's that's the grimlock one isn't it the dinobots in age of extinction I there think. was dinosaurs in that one yeah the dinobots come in. <gasps> we have too a much. lot of like actiony movies this year yeah mm-hmm. yeah and let's do the that's what I the like people the wanted bit. That was the number one was Transformers. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah, China. China fucking loves that stuff. Over one billion dollars worldwide. Yeah. What did Winter Soldier make? Oh, why did you just ask me right now? Oh, sorry. I thought you were doing it. Just it. No, no, no. Okay, wait, wait. What did you say? Winter Soldier? Captain America Winter Soldier. Captain America. Oh, 714 million. Hmm. And some change. Some change. Yeah. That's nice. Uh, it's yeah. good to have change. <laughs> nice. Um, thank you, Christina. You're that welcome. was illuminating as always. Heaven, you got what Spooky's Joyride 3 Roadkill was up against. Cool. So first on the list, we have Annabelle. Oh. We've covered it. You can go to and, and watch it and listen. I, mean, I watched uh, that. Shannon. You watched Annabelle? I think with you. No. No. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Mm, maybe it was just a dream i don't know i mean i watched it with shannon uh as above so below it was a pretty fun found footage movie actually it's it's not amazing but it's pretty good the babadook 
You've seen it. I love the Babadook. That was like my first. Annabelle and the Babadook were the first like proper like horror films I'd seen as like a cognizant teenager. Wait, was oh Annabelle? You're hurting me. Was Annabelle hmm? uh, about an orphanage? No, it was about oh, the, the no, scary you're talking about the orphanage. doll. Oh. Yeah, Annabelle's part of the Conjuring universe. Oh, okay. Um, so we did it on our Conjuring universe podcast. Yeah, you're talking about yeah the Spanish film, The Orphanage, which is like my favorite. That's what I film. watched with you. Yeah. yeah, yeah mm. That makes sense. We would have done that. Cabin Fever, Patient Zero. Is it weird I don't recollect watching any films with you, Christina, other than the ones we do for this podcast and when you and I went to see a ghost story? That's like it. <laughs> we watched a lot of films together. I know. I mean, all, the only films I've seen have probably just been with you. <laughs> Yeah. Like when you said the Jurassic Park thing the other week, it blew my mind. I was like, oh, yeah, we do watch Jurassic Park movies. <laughs> Selective memory. Yeah. Creep. Uh, creep. Is that just a commentary, Heaven? Or was that a movie? <laughs> no, that's a movie. It could, yeah, that's just a movie. No commentary. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of creep films. I believe this will be the Duplass Brothers one, which is also found footage and quite funny and really cool. I, I love the Duplass Brothers. Oh, cool. oh my god I she, saw She nearly dropped a match by the way she was so I just excited. got so scared I saw one of them at the grocery store Like Did quarantine really? era? Yes quarantine era, era. <gasps> Yes That's not cool yes. I don't know who they are home. but I'm stoked for you <laughs> And me and Brandon got so nervous That we just bought the weirdest things And we forgot about everything else we were supposed to buy Because we were so nervous And so Star shocked, and then we were even in line with him too. We couldn't escape him. We were so Six embarrassed. I know. That's Heather so doesn't know who to do plus. Oh, you don't? Also, so it means nothing to no, me. I'm just excited for you. Like I'm excited <laughs> through proximity. I like oh, that. Oh, I love the Duplass brothers. Excited. They've done so many great things. I have to. I'll watch, I'll watch creep them. And, watch Creep and Creep too. They're creep good and Creep too. Okay. Yeah. But they also act too. They do. Yeah, they're yeah. acting. They act in that. Oh, they do. Mm. Yeah, it's starring. Uh, was it Mark? Is that his name? I forget their names. I forget too. <laughs> <laughs> Loves them so I don't much. even remember which one <laughs> I saw. Duplass. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> dead Snow, Red versus Dead. There's Dead Snow too. There's a whole bunch of fun. Um, it's a zombie Nazis. Uh, yeah, it's good fun. A girl walks home alone at night. This is a beautiful film. Actually, it's really lovely. Black and white. Uh, is it Iranian? I want to say it's a very nice film. Housebound. Yeah, people really love this one. I saw it. I don't remember much about it. I remember liking it, not loving it, but yeah. It follows. Oh yeah. One of my favorite modern so horror films. Good. That was so good. Oculus. Oculus is from the director Mike Flanagan, who would go on to do the uh, what's it, Haunting of Hill House, uh, Doctor Sleep, like all that stuff. Nice. Paranormal Activity, the marked ones. Yep, we're right towards the tail end of those found footage spookies. Mm, the Purge Anarchy. Covered it. Wreck 4 Apocalypse. Covered it. See No Evil 2. We won't cover it. Sharknado <laughs> 2, the second one. Will you cover it? No. <laughs> Stage Fright. Covered it. The Town That Dreaded it, That's Sundown. great, by the way. Stage Fright is like a, is a musical slasher. The first 10 minutes of are fantastic. The rest is so-so, but the first 10 minutes are really, really good. The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Yeah, this is cool. It's a weird sort of remake, pseudo-sequel of a weird fictional documentary on an actual killer from Texacana. Mm. Tusk. This is the Kevin Smith movie 
which heaven's excited to watch. <laughs> I am. Zombievers. <laughs> Zombievers. Oh my god, name. I watch Zombievers. You watch Zombie? <laughs> yeah. But you haven't and seen Guardians of the Galaxy well, or Interstellar. My cousin's husband produced it too. Now it makes sense. It's like, what? How would you watch Zombievers? No, but I watch Zombievers because I was doing Toxic Shark and I was like, I don't know. I've never watched any kind of these movies that like, you know, like the silly movies. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I don't, I've never seen any of them. So I was like, I get better, like, look on Netflix and find one to watch. So I kind of know what's going to happen. And Zombievers was available. So I watched it. And then at the end, I realized my cousin's husband produced it. Uh, Zombievers was pretty good. <laughs> I liked it. And I was like, oh, if if my movie's at all this good, then... It's not that bad, but Zombievers was, you know, a little better than my movie. <laughs> Zombievers, I was so excited about that movie because the title was ridiculous and they were showing it at the festival we go to in London uh, at Fright Fest. And the poster for it at that point, because they didn't have an official poster, was just, you know, like the shot where the big girl in a bikini is on the counter scrabbling away from it and it's framed so the beaver is between her legs yeah. trying to attack <laughs> that was the post <laughs> look at heaven's face <laughs> heaven you have to watch it it's funny i'm gonna watch it tonight i'm ready <laughs> and they use like pu- like puppets i think right for the beavers Stop. Puff- yeah puppet it's pretty much all like beavers. puppets it's really annoying because it could have been like phenomenally good like it really could have been but it's, it's still a good enough but time. it was supposed to be funny like that like yeah. it, they didn't want it to be that good right no but i mean it could have been like really bad really good if you know what i mean like it was just like not quite pushing it as far as it should have yeah but it make, there's some cool moments in it for sure <laughs> I'm Zombievers. i could love you seeing that movie <laughs> for research for research <laughs> sure okay so we're in that's the end of your list right him yes it is you just say zombievers and walk away. Um, I need deodorant too. On. I just started sweating and I was like, I, I need to put some deodorant on. But I had it by me, down. but it's like 90 degrees. I need deodorant so you guys can't smell me through I the interwebs. I don't need anything. I'm dry. I'm no, I'm getting dry. sticky now. Same. <laughs> Blowing on your armpits. Oh, boy. Uh, so, yeah, I guess there are, uh, what, what was the common factor? So, yeah, we're in the middle of, well, we're really like, we're getting to the end of the found footage spookies and the spooky like the beginning of the you know spooky spookies like after the torture porn era that moved out and everyone really got into more classic ghost story stuff that's why the yeah. universe took off that's why paranormal activity took off people wanted that subtlety back are we still in it are we like the i mean sort of we're in a weird in between era right now with horror um what did you realize i realized i don't like torture porn yeah same <laughs> I, re- yeah, I, I much like prefer like scary ghost stories torture porn is yes Ugh. It makes me feel yeah, again, gross to watch. Yeah, like seeing people in pain like even though it's porn. fake. Yeah. No. <laughs> Same. Because porn joke. never makes you feel gross to watch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and uh, well, that's the point, though. It's like Joyride 3 Roadkill comes out in 2014. It is so behind the curve. Mm-hmm. Torture porn's done. Like, no one wants torture porn. I mean, obviously, somebody out there does, but like, the general public doesn't care for torture porn anymore. They've moved into spookies in a more subtle like ghosty kind of way yeah. and they're even getting towards the end of that even that arc i mean it's still going to go up a little bit with the conjuring series and yet they decide to make your ride three a fucking dodge porn movie this um, was straight to dvd too right of course it was cool, cool. <laughs> what do you expect kevin I just uh, i just double checking for the people you know <laughs> so it was directed by declan o'brien now i know this guy 
because uh, he's directed i mean he directed sharktopus which we talked about but he has directed also wrong turns three left for dead wrong turn four bloody beginnings and wrong turn five bloodlines so i'm going to wager to bet now that when the weird geek show eventually gets to the wrong turn series neither of you two are going to jump on board knowing Mm-mm. that three of those seven movies are by this guy Mm-mm. Mm-mm. no way Mm-mm. we've had um, enough I've torture s- porn no more torture porn. No more torture porn. I want that on a shirt. <laughs> I've seen those movies and they're not great. They're not great. But I said last week what I knew was like at least he, you know he wants to have fun. Like he's trying to like goof around. So it's like and last week's film was trying to be too serious. I found while being terrible. So my hope with this week was okay. At least he's going to bring some sort of fun to things. We'll get to whether he does or not. He did. He's the only writer of this film as well. So we are getting a, a straight vision director's vision here dp'd by michael marshall who did ginger snaps the beginning also did wrong turn four he went on to do curse of chucky and cold of chucky which we covered and does the tv show killjoys he's an all right dp like he he's did kind killjoys of yeah does a bunch of killjoys yeah mm. um, he's all right i don't think he's you know he's nothing amazing but he's you know he's a decent dp music by pierre denise cote who helped out basically with the main musician here claude foisy who did White Noise, the, he did the TV show, the 4 for 100, did Pontypool, Wrong Turn 3, Wrong Turn 4, Wrong Turn 5, Wrong Turn 6, Lake Placid versus Anaconda, Sanders' Little Helper, and Rabid. So he's definitely got more credentials than some of the musicians we've been dealing with. Starring Jesse Hutch as Jordan Wells. You know, or is KDA I usually like look up IMDb, all the cast, but for all of these joint rights, I, <laughs> I can't even like Why want you. So we, we called this guy, Katie and I were watching it because we couldn't really get any of their names mm-hmm. uh, while watching the movie. Mm. So we just had to come up with, you know, as they're shown, just like very basic nicknames for whatever sets them apart. Because there are, let's just say this now, there are too many fucking characters in this there movie. There were a lot. Like, it's like, do we need four dudes? But anyway, uh, we called this guy Lunkhead Squarepants. Longhead uh, Squarepants? Lunkhead because he was just like he was a fucking like just lunkhead and he his entire body was made up of square geometry like he was like the really like the really really buff yeah. one right it's ridiculous he could even walk straight he was just oh like, the oh. guy that walked yeah yeah the walk the guy the that muscle walked arms. Yeah. the yeah. guy uh, but he's been in other stuff he was in freddy versus jason he gets he gets killed early on in that film in a really cool way he's in the butterfly effect he's in arrow which makes perfect mm, sense. arrow mm-hmm. yeah um and he's in a little bit of Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Nice. Which makes, I mean, look at his face. Because he is. <laughs> um, and as you both know, any, anybody too pretty for a film. Don't like it. <laughs> uh, Kirsten Zein as Jewel McCall. She's in Electra. She's in a Twilight Saga Eclipse. We literally just called her Blondie. Because Blondie. I don't know what else mm-hmm. to call mm-hmm. <laughs> That's ridiculous. We've got Benjamin Hollinsworth as Mickey Cole. We just called him Goatee. And he's dating the brunette girl. And I'll be honest, didn't notice he existed. Yeah. The end the he was cute. He was a cute one. Sure, but he's like, does nothing. He has nothing to say. You just like, all of these people are just white, pretty people. Yeah. It's like, it's so fucking confusing. What about the girl that looked like uh, Kevin? She wasn't white. Well, we'll get there. We've got Gianpaolo. You're going to make it. You're not allowed to say that because then you're going to make this weird. Uh, we've got Gianpaolo <laughs> Venita Why, because you thought Austin she was Moore. hot? She was hot. Who? Um, the girl that looked like you? The brunette. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I did think she you was th- hot. You liked yourself too, Heaven? 
<laughs> that's just what you happens you just end up liking people who look like you when you're in the queer community <laughs> i thought sheila was hot too okay so we good. all liked heaven there we go yeah, there thank you, go. you guys amiable michelle uh, we've got gian paolo <laughs> venuta at stubbles who's the guy's a bit of a dick and he's just got some stubble oh going. god i know he I was a dick him. huh for no reason let's get to the real handsome star of the cast where is he <sighs> <laughs> we got Jake Manley as Bobby Crow Mm-mm. or the kid because he looks underage. Yeah, the kid. I don't know what he's doing in this group. And then Leela Savasta as Elisa Rosado or the hot brunette who, yes, is heaven, I guess. <laughs> uh, she's in Black Christmas, Stop. the original remake, not the new one. She's in some Battlestar Galactica. Uh, she's also in Santa's Little Helper. And then heaven's favorite. Mm-hmm. Ken Kersinger. It's Rusty Nail, our third Rusty Nail. <laughs> now, this person, I don't know if you noticed, Evan, he's a bit of a horror celebrity. Oh, He's no. been in a lot of films. Uh, he's been a stuntman in many, many, many mm. movies, but he mm. acts in lower parts as well. But he was a stuntman in like X-Men 2, The Fog, Fantastic Four, The Incredible Hulk, oh, Joyride nice. 2. He actually played Rusty Nail's stuntman in Joyride oh 2. Oh my that's God. That's sick. That's actually really cool. It looked like, that's crazy. Cause I was like, it looks like this guy is like doing his own stunts. Mm. Yeah. He was. He's in Watchmen. <laughs> That's so. He's in 2012. Capable. We'll get there. He's into Twilight Saga, New Moon, The Cabin oh, in wow. the Woods. He's, he hasn't done anything since 2016, but he's most known for the horror community because he plays Jason in Freddy vs. Jason. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Um, and I remember when they were doing that one, like they wanted a sympathetic Jason who had sympathetic eyes, um, and they went with Ken Kersinger. He does. And this movie was made six years after the last one. The last one was made seven years after the one before that. I don't mean to make you both frightened, but we are currently six years after this one. So we're in the parameter of a Joyride 4 getting made and coming out, and we'd have to cover it. But no. It hasn't happened yet. What? And depending on what I've heard, like, in that there was quite a lot. There were more features on this one than the last one on the German Blu-ray import that we have. So I had to watch a lot of little making-ofs and interviews and stuff. And there's a reason for that. <laughs> I'll get to but this film they said some of them were saying it took 20 days to shoot some actually said 29 days to shoot that's it that's a lot that's a lot that's a lot of days heaven usually like those like like one month that's a lot usually bad movies take like 10 days to shoot 10 to 13 to be fair one of them was saying 29 they might have been saying just the actual days they're out there for because with the non-shooting days 20 days shooting would be 29 probably Mm. so it probably was around about 20 days i did definitely see stuff where the producers were like yeah we went with this director because he knows how to like get the most out of your budget and hand over things where you're like this would take 40 days to shoot but like he can always just squeeze everything just in in time is that really Mm. what you want Yep. Yikes. This director. Wait, how much was the budget? No, I mean, nobody knows. Oh. Um, nobody knows. These kind of movies normally are a few million. I mean, the last one was four, wasn't it? I think we said. Yeah, four it was five. five. Yeah. Was it five? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, let me double check again, actually, because maybe I didn't check that. I couldn't find anything. Yeah, I still can't find anything. I mean, it's not going to be. It's going to be a little less, but it's probably going to be similar bracket. going to be a few mil. It was shot, a lot of it was shot in Burksville Park, Manitoba. It might not surprise you, but all of this cast, I think, without exception, Canadian? Much, uh, were all Canadian. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I thought so. Yeah. You can hear it. under <laughs> They're all trying to do their best American accents, but you can hear all the Canadian poking so. out. I felt like Jordan kind of gave it away. <clears throat> That's square mm. pants. 
I've never seen this film before. So this was like a, such a rare thing for our show where all of us are brand new to something. Mm. And this is how little I knew it. We started it and I accidentally sat on the controller and it jumped to the opening credits where like the country music comes in. <laughs> I was like, this is a fucking weird opening. And then we looked at the timer and realized we'd skipped that entire opening massive scene. So we had to oh, go back oh, and yes. start again. Jeez. So here's my thing with this director that I want to say really quickly. When I was watching all the Wrong Turn films many years ago and I got to his second one of them, I think, which was Wrong Turn 5, it's set in snow. And I remember watching it and being like, fuck, that was a bad movie. And then I watched like the making of. And this fucking director during the making of Wrong Turn 5, he was shooting his own making of. So he would have his camera and would be shooting you know, everything that's going on, talking, doing interviews with people, like shooting all of the stuff that's happening behind the scenes to make his own making of the movie. And he was so into it and clearly more into it than doing what his actual fucking job should have been, which is directing the people on set and making sure they were making a movie. And I remember watching that and going, this explains why this movie is so fucking terrible. If you put half the effort you put into filming behind the scenes shit on your own fucking camera, into actually making this movie maybe it would be a bit better and when i watched the making of this one i realized yeah it's that guy because that this fucking blu-ray has a bunch of stuff with him yet again running around shooting all of his own making of stuff behind the scenes <laughs> on this movie it's what like, a visionary <laughs> just make the fucking movie can you imagine like like on film sets it's stressful yeah. being a director or being anyone on a film set everyone's got to like it's taken up with their job can you imagine being like my job's not that important as director. I'm just going to like get out a camera and film the making of while I'm here. That takes a lot of energy. It's ridiculous. And it explains Damn. a lot. Anyway, so that's going to, yeah, that's, it appears to be a reoccurring problem I have with this guy. So we're going to open up and there are boobs straight away. Yeah, I was surprised just. by that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I forgot about that opening scene. They got to just it like immediately. Which made sense, because again, wrong turn films, you're going to get more boobs, you're going to get cheap, nasty kills. And I was like, okay, I know what I'm in for here. And I'll be honest, mm -hmm. I thought at this point, I was like, well, this is better than Joyride 2, because while this is an exploitation film, this is just going to be gruesome kills and nudity. Like the dude here is new too, you don't really see anything. There's a moment where he moves where you're like, I feel like we saw something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but at least he is actually nude, even if you don't see anything. But basically, you got these two, these two, sorry, these two. You loved it, huh? 20s. You loved it. This I'll love it. This is his favorite movie. You loved it, insane. yeah. She's smoking the crack pipe. Well, I like, thought I was watching. I was like, wait, did we actually accidentally switch channels? Are we watching intervention? <laughs> intervention porn? <laughs> Jeez. Better than torture porn. <laughs> <laughs> she's smoking his crap pipe and then mounts him and starts like screaming at him to fuck her while like and then just trying to smoke freaking, the crack pipe <laughs> and she just starts freaking out while having sex with him because her crack pipe runs out and then she's like you gotta get me another bump you gotta get me another bump so then he like tries to figure out he's like he's out of it so then she starts just throwing shit a lamp a whole him. lamp so he says don't worry we're just gonna order in and comes up with this plan of like, we're gonna get on the radio, lure in a trucker, because all truckers just have crack. <laughs> well, Rusty Nail sure did. Yeah, yeah. fuck it does. And then they're gonna bring a trucker in, lure them in with her. 
beat him up, steal the crack, and then run. <laughs> yeah. This is their plan. This is the most insane opening I think I've ever seen. But that's what happens when life. you're in cra- on crack too, though. You know, you do insane things. You just, yeah. Not the way, like, this is the most insulting way that they set this up, though. Like, the way they're acting crack addict is so fucking stupid. That was intense. Like, an intense, And they're like, both, opening. like... <laughs> yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> what is this? Him, <laughs> him, I could believe it, NC but her 17? version of being a crack addict is that she's like she's a model who smeared her makeup like that's a version of being like she's way too hot oh there we go again too hot for al Mm. (laughs) al maybe you're too hot for cameras have you thought about that i mean to be a crack addict like she doesn't have not saying beautiful people can't become crack addicts but you're like your skin goes to fucking hell like you don't have immaculate like skin condition maybe she just started it's her first time yeah doing (laughs) it was her first time like having sex doing crack like let's just put it it was a beautiful moment we got to witness as an audience intimate well this is the thing it's like the setup for this here's how you write the scene you write the scene as in this is what they do like you come in and you meet these two drug addicts who their ruse that they do is they lure in truck drivers or just people off the road and then steal shit from them like that's what you meet these people who are, who are reprobates like that reprobate that's how you set this up instead they set it up as he goes fuck we ran out of crack what should we do i know <laughs> Let's get on a radio and lure in a yeah, truck. Yeah, like, why up. do like, they even have that radio? Yeah. It's so fucking weird. And then, of course, her name is Candy. Yeah. That was that nice. Was I kind of like that yeah. throwback. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas then she gets on the radio. She's like, my name's Candy. Rusty Nell. He's fucking, he smells. <laughs> then there's a naked lady out there because he's on it straight away. <laughs> there's no, like, talking to other people. Like, he's just going to be like, hello. Not the same voice, though, at all. Like, we might like this guy. But his voice is nowhere near as good as the last one, which mm-hmm. was nowhere near as good as the first one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rusty says he doesn't party, inverted commas. So, but they decide they can get him for cash anyway. So he gives out his number, which, by the way, is 555-0159. If anyone wants to ring Rusty now, don't know which state he might be uh, adhering to, but most of this film takes place in Nebraska, so... And then they text him a naked picture of her, which I always want to judge. Like, if you fall for this... Who took the picture? Exactly. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, <laughs> aren't you wondering, like, how did she take this photo? I don't think Rusty gives a shit. No, he knows. He knows what's up. He knows he's being fucked with. He's been fucked with before. This poor man. Yeah, he knows. Used to be so shy, so innocent. I want to see his fourth movie, but like a love, like a rom-com horror. Like he falls in love with someone. He's like, you know, I'm going to try to be different. Like maybe he's a family man. I don't know. <laughs> Just him like a sitcom setup. Yeah. Like everybody loves Raymond, but with Rusty now, everybody mm-hmm. loves Rusty now. Um, anyway, he's going to turn up to the Blue Jay Hotel. Falls in straight away. By the way, just another hooker wandering around outside. I don't know if you noticed that. No, I didn't notice that. No. <laughs> oh, but Brennan did stuff. notice that. Like first he had something on his trailer and then when they cut back to him, he didn't have anything on his trailer. And then when they cut back to him, he had another, he had something on his trailer. Really? Yeah. Well, it's because he was too busy shooting the making of to notice. I guess. <laughs> By the way, this director did previs on this himself. Like, there is stuff on the Blu-ray of him getting little model cars and with his iPhone shooting the action scenes with these model cars. And he does, like, an audio commentary talking us through it. And it's kind of impressive he put in that much effort, particularly considering how shit the chase scenes look in this movie. But then it's really adorable because then he's, like, halfway through it and he's like, yeah, I forgot. I, we then realized when we came to shoot stuff that I'd put the cars on the wrong side of the road. 
So the pre-bits didn't even really work. Anyway, bless What him. a genius. Um, <laughs> I can tell that you want work, Heaven. Hmm? I can tell that you want work. I gotta pay my rent. Yeah, yeah. So Rusty, like, again, they don't even look for the peephole. They just open the door with a fucking, like, lamp above the head. It's like, we're gonna take out Rusty. Rusty just grabs them. He's all disappointed in them, fucking them around. And then we're just gonna cut. He's tied them both to his truck, to the front bonnet. And we're going all, I mean, this movie, we talked about last week, this movie's gone full sore. If you don't mm-hmm. like this, this stuff in it, this is full sore. We're going to go weird traps that people have to try and find a way out of, but they'll kill themselves while trying yeah. to do it. So he's chained them to, I don't know, something in the, under the truck that if one of them then tries to get away or falls off the truck while he's driving this mile at high speed, then it's going to drag them both underneath. And then to tempt her, basically, because she's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god! He puts a bag of crack on the windshield of his truck and it's like you're not allowed to touch this until and then we she... <laughs> what a wild first 10 20 minutes i don't know Can you, i mean anyway but i will say this this scene looks kind of cool like they do a lot of shots of them like when they're driving strapped to it and it doesn't ever look like models like they do look like there are people strapped to the front of this truck and it's all in broad daylight like it looks all right but this is the thing, like, Katie was looking at it. She was like, you would just loop your legs through the front grill. Because there's, like, a front grill that they could reach. And then you're kind of secure. You'd be fine. But anyway, Candy freaks out. Like, she is losing her mind. <laughs> While the guy's, like, playing it very cool. And then they make the mile. And Rusty Nail starts slowing down. But Candy just can't resist that goddamn crack. It looks so tasty. Candy needs her candy, Al. I don't, this is just like just so dumb so what's she gonna do with it while strapped to a trunk of a that's car? because she's she is when, when you're a cr- cr- uh, addict like a crackhead you just don't think normal you just gotta rub your face on it yeah yeah can you eat it can you just eat crack you have to boil it down maybe you? i don't know i think you have to like smoke it or oh yeah you have to heat it or something i don't like i know i don't know I don't know. I've only seen it in the movies, seen, guys. You seem to be the expert, Christina. I do watch Intervention a lot, so... Stop, <laughs> you really? Yeah, people go crazy on cracks. It makes you really crazy. They there do. are a lot of crackheads outside of my, like, house. Outside you of my be- alleyway. Yeah. Go ask them. Uh, Show yeah, them the scene them. and say, would you do this for a bag of crack? <laughs> Tape a bag of ra- uh, rocks to <laughs> your window. See what no. happens. Stop. I think we're becoming offensive. It's horrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. I don't know. I apologize for using the word term crackhead. I think I'll, I don't know the proper terminology. What is the crack proper connoisseur. terminology? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm sorry too. I don't know what. You, but I mean, I, is pothead really friend, like an friend. offensive thing? Not really. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very valid. But I guess it's because it's less. Like destroys less lives. I guess, yeah. It's not as it's not as yeah horrible. Anyway, Candy can't resist it no matter what. Um, so she goes for it right when they they were fine. She was about <laughs> to get her prize, but she goes for it. Uh, they both get dragged under, and it's pretty fucking nasty. Yeah, it's really nasty. It was rough to watch. Oh, All of those scenes were pretty rough to watch. They were pretty disgusting. Yeah, there were some moments I was like, I really like. <sighs> There's like a kill that happened later on that I like was about to fast forward through. Like, uh, oh wow! But kudos that. to them for 
doing it. I mean, yeah. right? Going you know? there, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, the gore effects. Are, there's a lot on the gore effects in the Blu-ray extras, and they did them pretty they, well. Yeah, they like did. They, other than yeah, one bit which we'll get to. But at this point, it's like this is cheap. This is tacky. This is you know trying less to be a proper movie than even the second one was. But mm-hmm. at this point, I'm like I can have more fun with this because it's just being silly yeah. and stupid and. And then we're going to get some country music kick in, a Hulu girl. We're going to get all these handheld shots of a truck and it's driving through different states. Oh, my God. And before we started this movie, Christina sent in our group chat. She was watching it first and she sent these two emojis. One was of a fish and the other was of an eyeball. And I was like, fisheye? I was like, that can only mean a fisheye lens. There's no way to use a fisheye lens in this movie. (laughs) What the hell was that? High art. <laughs> I don't know what to say. It's the entire, so the entire opening credits are just fisheye lens on a genuine truck journey, it looks, with country music playing. It was and bad. I mean, at least it doesn't continue. I was legitimately, because this is what we skipped to when we first started watching it. And I was like, oh, is this the fucking movie? God. Is it all going to be fisheye? Yeah, this set, like, I was like, oh my God, this movie's going to be horrible. Oh no, this movie, after watching this fish eye intro thing, this movie's gonna be horrible. But mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't as bad as the fish eye. I don't know why yeah, they had we, that, we don't that go fish back eye to the thing. Fish eye. We don't go back to it. Yeah, <laughs> we don't get that low again. That was the lowest point of the movie. I liked the country music title, girl. (laughs) But the fisheye. But it was so ridiculous. Like, I feel like because of the way we opened and like with that like saw type torture board kill and like going straight from that into the country music fisheye game. I was ready for a roller coaster like that. I don't know something about that. I was like, okay. This is where I'm not going to disagree with you with the juxtaposition of bringing in the country music, and I don't think the idea of the truck journey is a bad one. Yeah, the fisheye stuff. The fisheye's like, bad though. So bad. made you feel like a it was like an early like pop punk music video, you know, and they have the fisheye in like the corner, and the band's yeah, playing. Bad. <laughs> yeah, bad. Bad. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I wish we went into business of doing like int- like what are what are they called the movie intros, the openings. <laughs> yeah. movie crawls we could have done we could do it i mean there's some I mean, bad stuff out ago. there yeah that Let's wasn't that it. long ago i don't think so either <laughs> all right but at least we're out of the fish eye we're going to get introduced to two of our lead dudes so basically they're all gearheads who are tuning up a car for a race they got like a fast and furious type sort of car that they're going to take up to canada we're going to learn later they don't get much of this information up front really and they establish, for some weird reason, they establish here that there's a five mile radius on the walkies, which doesn't make sense with some of the stuff that happens later when they're told that they're a hundred miles away from some places. Oh yeah, that's whatever. right. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do get some history exposition though. Like they do give us some background on these characters in this first scene, which I'm not going to say it's good, but at least they're trying to tell us about characters, which they did not do in the last one. Other yeah. Than they're getting married. And then two more dude bros turn up because what we were missing were enough white men who work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we've got four guys who basically look the same. And then two girlfriends turn up uh, who are differential only because one is blonde and all she can do is kind of 
giggle for the first half of the movie. Yep. There were way better outfits in 2014 than those outfits that they put them yeah. in. What, yeah, what the hell? I, after the fish eye and then seeing them in those outfits, I was like, oh, the no. rise jeans, like skinny jeans and belt combo with like the crop crop top. Like that, oh. They're in Canada, though. It's Canada style. Is that what it is? I mean, the outfits got better after that, but like that first initial outfit of the intro of them, I was like, ugh. Do the, do the outfits get better now when the girls go and change into, into yeah the it did one? they should have showed yeah. up in that gosh yeah so they get they get changed for a group photo into their little hot pants which by the way don't come back again which is kind of weird i expected that to then be like a, a terrible outfit. exploitation thing for the rest of the movie but no i thought for sure rusty nail was going to get one of them to put that outfit back on oh again. yeah that would have been good Mm-hmm. Also, this is another film. We're talking last week about blown out film. Do you notice this entire garage? None. The fucking DP did not think at any point of like, oh, we're shooting inside, but with these doors wide open with bright sunlight outside. Yeah. So it meant inside was dark and outside was really blown out. Mm-hmm. I noticed. Stupid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway. <laughs> The photo goes off, mm-hmm. we hear flies, and we cut to cops. So we're going to get like a separate subplot here of the cops. <laughs> They were hilarious. The cops in this movie are so they funny. Were, uh. <laughs> so funny. There's a line at the end that I love. But anyway, they're clearing up the mess from the opening scene, all these bits of torso, and they're going, probably an animal. <laughs> a wolf. Yeah. Or, or a coyote or something. What did they say? A wolf in the middle of... I don't know. <laughs> Fucking nice. But apparently this area has been called Slaughter Alley. So this is Route 17. I then did some investigation into Route 17. Oh, you mm-hmm. did? Well, there is a Route 17 yeah. that is one of the slaughter alleys of America. Really? Um, it is not here. It's not there where, they, where they're setting this movie or where they shot it. It's actually in California. <gasps> we should go, guys. It's dangerous road in California. Let's go. This is how our found footage road pursuit slasher begins. <laughs> oh, my God. We should do our own movie, our own found footage movie. <gasps> I'm down. It's on the way to Santa Cruz, and it's like, yeah, because apparently there's a lot of fog, a lot of rain, a lot of um, snow and ice, a lot of sharp turns, blind corners, like all this stuff. So quite a few people die in it. Did you say Santa Cruz? I think it's on the way to Santa Cruz from... Cool. Mm -hmm. And then we could go do the whole Lost Boys thing. (gasps) Let's do it. Let's do it. Is your neck right, Christina? Oh, yeah. I'm putting pain cream on it because it's so tense, you know? It's not like I could go get massages in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> God. Um, one of the cops suggests that maybe this was a murder but everyone's like please I know <laughs> clearly what the an hell? animal denial so yeah we got stubble boy who's being the cynical dick at the, in our car group mm-hmm. we get a joke shot as we've got two of them chatting in a car in the race car and then we realize they're actually being towed by the other car so they've got like a regular car that's towing their race car in the back by the way illegal to be sit- sitting in the car in the back of a tow that's thing that's not like true this. I had it, it I did it once Katie told me it's illegal and then Ooh. I looked it up and said it was legal. maybe it's by state by state I don't know mm. oh, I did it in Vegas oh lawless <laughs> what want in Vegas yeah, they stop in a diner. I wrote down Christina's happy. Yeah, I'm like, I wonder if this is this. It kind of looked like the same diner as the last one. I loved the waitress in this diner. I'm just going to say too. that. Me too. I adored they, her. Yeah. They There's a whole thing about her. She had never acted before. This <gasps> is her first ever time. Really? I liked yeah, her. She, she, she was her good. She was so funny. And I liked the man too, the alien man too. So good. Like, I'd prefer to just have them in the movie. And I'd just watch follow the whole them movie around. about them. Yeah. Yeah. 
Heaven, heaven um, message through saying, this Rusty Nails is kind of a babe with a little smirky face. She was. Which I said, uh, I think you think Mina Brunette's midriff is kind of a babe. To which Christina said, I'm into the alien conspiracy guy and did all these little hearts. <laughs> this guy's a nightmare. Nuh-uh. There was a guy like that up in Santa Clarita. And I remember like my mom dropped me off at the dorms for school. There was like, I went to the Walmart and there's this dude who just had like a tin foil like setup and like a whole like cardboard homemade pack just walking around talking to himself in this walmart he reminded me of that fond of memories <laughs> <laughs> i mean that sounds charming this guy um so yeah they're basically one of them's found i think stubbles has found that there's a route off the gps that could save them a whole day mm-hmm. to get to the race by the way, like, don't you look at this stuff earlier before you leave? If, you, if you're like important to get to a race, you either leave a day earlier or you research your route. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I love how they're always doing it en route. Yeah, like, but it did make me think about like, finally it hit home. I'm like, well, me and Brandon always do that. We're always like, oh, look at this road. Maybe we should take that road. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. I Fair have enough. to asked to like what i was confused what era this was set at because i know in one shot that he had like an iphone but then they're looking at like the routes on the map like they had like yeah they needed something physical don't they? i think that was just a decision some people still use maps i don't know mm. although that said yeah i had to work with a 21 year old who had never held a map before when we got her to use it. <laughs> i mean i don't know I don't think that's completely off the realms. Like when you're on a big road trip, you'll sometimes yeah. buy a map. And we, we use maps on our big road trips because a lot of times you don't have reception, so you have to go by map. Oh, I've never taken mm-hmm. like a major, major road trip, so I did not know that. Good to know. But we're, well, but we're also old, Christina, so. But I do it now. We under, no, but we understand maps. They're part of our history, so. I guess so. The Thomas If you guide. didn't grow up with maps. I actually don't know how to read a map. It, it's, here's the tip to reading a map. It's the same as on your fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, oh I, but this is what this is what I had to say to that person. And some people are like, oh, how do I do this? It's like, it's the same. <laughs> Only you can see all of it. But you know what? <laughs> Whatever, guys. Whatever. Jesus. Anyway, so they decide. I actually think this is a smart idea. Like in any other film, they wouldn't ask anyone. But they're like, no, we're in a truck stop diner. Let's ask some truckers. They'll know whether this mm-hmm. route is actually good yeah, or not. Yeah, that was good. So they ask a cra- crazy trucker guy, Christina Loves, and he starts ranting about alien conspiracies and saying Route 17 is a government conspiracy, saying it's like very dangerous. They also say, uh, <laughs> so he's basically the doomsayer uh, for this film. And he's like, it exists, but you don't want to take it. Uh, he say, they say a trucker patrols that highway looking for people to kill. And then says, you do know that most serial killers are truckers, right? <laughs> Is that right, Heaven? Yeah. Actually, no, I'm going to defend truckers again since I did work at a trucker bar. They're very nice, if not a little bit... They're, they're, they're um, quirky. The truckers I've interacted with are very nice, very quirky, a little bit dirty. Some of them are dirty old men, but very nice. Aren't we all? We're all dirty old men inside. I'm definitely... Heaven. I'm a dirty old man, for sure. I know you are. Where's the place that you worked? The Country Girl Saloon up in Castaic. We should go visit it on our uh, road trip. We're hu- I mean, we are we 100% going. We're not just saying that. Oh, we are going. Let's go. I'm excited. When can we leave the house? <laughs> as soon as this is done. I mean, technically, we can do the drive to there. We just can't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> True. Anyway, 
the cop comes in and tells him, no, no, don't listen to this crazy guy. Route 17 is fine. That cop is so stupid throughout the whole movie. Yeah, and then the guy's like, hey, wait, didn't you just clear up bodies from that route this morning? He's like, yeah, but it's fine. Don't worry about it. He's like, we're investigating. Um, and I love this. The trucker says there's an electronic dead zone out there. It shuts the phones, cars. Some say it's aliens. By the way, this is, okay, so at the end of the scene, all of the kids are, like, goofing around, you know, and then they leave, and then, like, the younger kid goes over and, like, gives them, gives a hug to the waitress, mm-hmm. and you get, this is where you get the impression of, oh, the director really, really wants you to be having fun <laughs> this group of kids, but they have the chemistry of people who just met an hour before shooting. Like, that's how yeah. every scene for me feels with these actors, like... There was no chemistry with any of them and no time was clearly given to like, you know, normally if you do something like this, you spend a few days hanging out, getting people to feel comfortable with each other and build a little bit of chemistry. There's nothing. Like, no, it's so awkward. It wasn't horrible, though. It was like that. I rarely like, I don't really notice, not notice editing, but it's like I'm starting to notice like when editing is like good and bad, but like particularly in this diner scene, I feel like the editing was horrible because I was confused where they were all sitting. Like, why was this shot of like the girl and the guy? Mm -hmm. And then like, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't even be interacting with them. And it was just like, yeah, they had the chemistry. We don't get that wide establishing shot with that. Like, it's confusing. Yeah. Um, No, it's bad, Christina. It's really. (laughs) It's rough times for sure. I guess it's just like my standards have really gone down since watching movies with you. I was so... so, (laughs) Mind you, I also took you to a ghost story. Um, Last week, I really had a problem with the actors, as you know. But Mm -hmm. I gave credit to the lead actress, particularly after watching The Making Of, for just like getting through it, the blonde one, even though she could not scream to save her life. This week... Honestly, I don't know if I've ever seen a film where I get to the end and I feel... It's not even that I don't feel anything for any of them. I'm constantly surprised any of them exist. Yeah. Like, in every scene, I'm like, oh, yeah, you're you're in this movie. Like, it, there's never really a focus where I feel like anyone's actually a lead in this movie. Like, I barely was able to keep track of their names, honestly. Well, like, I guess it's, you know, yeah, you didn't feel the, like, connection and you with them. And you weren't like, oh, God, I don't want them to die. Or, oh, gosh, I want them to live. Like, you didn't really feel that. No, I feel nothing. I feel nothing for these. And I honestly, I don't, like, I just forget most, at least half of them. The kid, the goatee guy, the brunette one says nothing for the first half of the movie. I only remember she's there because she's the hottest person there. The lunkhead and the blonde are like the only two people and maybe stubbles. Like they're the three, you know, that you kind of notice for the first half of the movie. And none of them have any charisma. Like the blonde woman is ingratiatingly annoying. Yeah. I think like you didn't really, like you didn't feel for anybody like getting killed off because they weren't really feeling like when somebody was endangered or hurt or died, like they really reacted. Yeah. yeah like you didn't a, feel it from the f- them so then you didn't feel it I, I i agree but but it's not just in the kills it's in these fun moments that's what i mean when we see this shot and he's like oh yeah you go over and hug the waitress because that'll be fun it's like he wants to be making a party movie at this point and it's like this is not like fun i'm not with these kids on their journey and having fun with them is it their fault or is it the way he shot stop it. it stop it stop i'm so sick <laughs> 
of doing podcasts with all my actor friends who never want to put any of the blame on the actors in these films for fear that one day they'll do something that they think is like how they've been directed and then later on it's you don't want it to be your fault. Well, Look, I'm just, not saying they not can't be good uh, in something else. I'm, I'm not just saying they can't be good I'm just curious about that. I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to figure it out myself. Like, whose fault is it? It's everybody's fault. Like, yeah. it's everybody's fault. It's never a thing of where it's the director's fault, the writer's fault, the <laughs> actor's fault. You can make bad writing great through good acting. You can make bad directing good through good acting. You can make great directing bad through bad acting. You know, there's like, it's a collaboration. Yeah, so it's all, the actors, art, it's, a collab- it's all in the actor then. Is it's what all you're of saying. them. But none of these actors are good. <laughs> yeah, it's our clear. fault then. <laughs> it is. Well, honestly, I think they're way better than the... The last ones. Hitcher... No, I, I think they're better than the <laughs> no. Hitcher 2 or 3? 2. 3 was the remake. 2. <laughs> then 2, yeah. The one with the fancy pants outfits. Fancy pants. Yeah. Way better than that girl and, and the guy. The main mm-hmm. guy and the main girl. Yeah, but at least I knew who the leads were. I mean, I don't disagree with the acting, but I was like invested in those two in that it's their story. But this is like, I don't know whose story it is. But there were so yeah. many people too. Like comparatively to like the last few films, like I felt like there were so many. I mean, they needed two cars for all their characters. You could look, if you want to do six, like you don't do six. You do four or five max. Yeah. But if you want to do six like they're doing, then you make it three women three guys you mix the fucking races so that yeah i mean if look let's not even do it for equality just so we can tell people apart you mix the races like and then you give everyone different character traits which they kind of try to do but the character traits are so minimal they're all into the same stuff they're all just like racing cars so it's like okay you're all just gearheads and they all fucking basically look the same when i'm having to differentiate between you've got stubble you've got a goatee and I forget you exist for the entire movie until you die at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, you're square in shape and you look underage. Like, that's all I have for the four guys. There's yeah. nothing else. Casting, yeah, casting wasn't so, so, so great on We could one. blame casting it's first. Cr- it's crazy you <laughs> wouldn't have one minority actor here. Like, it's Yeah, insane. it's sad. It's sad. Which one was the minority actor? No, you that you said wouldn't. You, you were the minority Well, yeah, Bernard, I guess, is the, yeah, the minority <laughs> But Thank in the you. guise, is not. Catch me in Joyride 3. <laughs> Check out Heaven's Sweet Abs in Joyride 3. Ooh, not. That's She's, pre-quarantine. I mean, honestly, the, scene with, the scene with her just, like, reaching above her head, me and Katie were like, we'd much just rather watch an hour and a half of her doing that than this movie. That's why they, they had the low-rise pants, dirty. just for her abs. <laughs> I mean, I was just like, God, I'm so, I would die if somebody put me that, it put wardrobe, that wardrobe on me for a whole film. In a 2014 movie? Yeah. Oh my God. Well, because like you wouldn't be able to eat or anything. I know. No, she's never eaten. (laughs) Clearly. (laughs) Anyway. So they take off. They, they, they're going to take the car out for a, a little race, which they later on, they're going the opposite direction because then they turn around to catch up with their car. But anyway, whatever. They're going for a little race in their car. Rusty is out patrolling. Apparently, he just goes up and down this one stretch of highway now. How do we feel about that? <laughs> I mean, that's what that uh, alien guy said, so, you know? This is just his highway. He just patrols this for some bewildering reason. I don't know. And they pass him. Blonde lady calls Stubbles a spastic shithead, which, not cool. He passed him in an asshole way, though. Yeah, that was asshole move, That was for sure. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that. There's like a little pass. They passed initially going the opposite way, 
Uh, they have a Kansas plate on the cars, so they are driving from Kansas through Nebraska to Canada, uh, which the Route 17 is too far west in Nebraska, by the way, so it doesn't quite work, but whatever. Mm-hmm. There is a Route 17 in Nebraska. Rusty is pissed. So they pull over to switch drivers, and then they drive up alongside their pals. They're blocking the entire road, mm-hmm. you know, so they're being absolute dicks. Rusty comes up behind and starts honking, and then he passes them. They decide to teach him a lesson, so he blocks them off. We're going to have this whole, like, race, basically, as they're all sort of egging each other on. I mean, I will say this. We're getting an actual car race, which we didn't have yeah. in the second one until right at the end. But, yeah, they overtake him again. Rusty knocks their trailer off, which, by the way, they don't go back for and they don't seem to care about. Yeah. Yep, on all their gas. Like, I thought maybe they're going to run out of gas because he took all their gas away. You and know? it's yeah, a racing such a point car. Of showing like, racing the gas. don't was, have good mileage. Like, yeah. I thought it was going to blow up or they'd run out of gas because they make such yeah. a point of showing that. Showing the gas, yeah. Same. I really don't like all these cutaways we're going to get to Rusty snarling. Like, we, we're going to see quite a lot of him in this one. Mm-hmm. Handsome uh, stubble face. Kevin was happy about that. <laughs> I was. Honest to God. Honest <laughs> to God. He's just a country pop singer 10 years like past his prime. Like, that's all he is. But in a charming sort of way. He seems like he'd be like a lonely cowboy. No? Sure. I'm just sorry. These movies are getting to me. <laughs> I'm just like, I rarely hear you say which men you find sexy. And when you do, it's always bewildering to me. Why? It's also the only thing that she's exposed to right now. That's why. You it's know? also always men who are like beyond old enough to be her dad. <laughs> it's like nearly grandpa. <laughs> Don't call me out like this, Al. But you know, what can I say? I like a just talk about anti-hero. <laughs> sure. Rusty skids out from an oncoming car and then gets out and just sort of looks grumpy. At least they're not getting the truck to emote in this one, which mm-hmm. I'm grateful for. And they decide not to go to the cops because they've got a race to run. And they obviously did, you know, they were fucking around too. So it's stupid, but at least it makes a little bit more vague sense than other movies where they're just like, we won't call the cops because at least there is a reason here. And we're going to learn here that Rusty was recording everything now. He's got cameras all over his car, all over his truck. So he's got their license plate. So he goes onto a, a website called Backdoor. With like the little skull yeah. emoji and like... Jeez. Uh, and he finds out who they are. And he gets on the radio and calls out to them and says, Hey, Jordan. And he knows they're going to the race. So they all start freaking out. But they do the smart thing. The woman's like, shut off the CP radio. So they do. So yeah, just cut him out. And they decide, fuck it, let's just head on. He literally says the line, he's 50 miles behind us, let's just head on. It's like, no, he's not. He's like two miles behind you. Yeah. Well, whatever. So they cut to nighttime. Jordan's getting all sleepy. So they pull over for some gas, but Katie noticed they parked on the wrong sides for where you fill up gas on their cars. Oh, boy. <laughs> and there's a whole big scene here. I watched. There's a bunch of deleted scenes. None of them are worth checking out obviously but there is more of a stuff in here with the attendee which gives a little bit more context instead they cut all of that out and you just cut to the two girls going up to the guy behind the till who says you should have let me fill you up and that's all we're going to get from what a line (laughs) there is a a why did they send the girls in to do that why didn't any of the guys do that there's like five of them yeah yeah and even when i've like taken like long trips with guys like the guy would like come in with me to the gas station or like not leave me to go do something sketchy i mean hopefully going up to an attendee in a gas station isn't sketchy but like when it's late at night and you're like the middle of like nowhere after somebody just tried to like 
you know, drive you off the road. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's like intense times. Here's the thing though. This guy, yeah, it's ridiculous, inappropriate dialogue. He's better than, what was that one we watched? He's, the Donkeys. Oh, that was the Hitcher remake. Yeah. The Hitcher remake one. I liked him though. I liked <sighs> that guy. He was funny. Jesus. It's, it's bewildering that this one is less over the top than the big budget Sean Bean movie one. Blondie's saying uh, Lunkhead is being a fucking idiot and they should call the cops. I, well, I didn't know who she was dating because she seems to have a chemistry with the stubble guy more. I don't mm-hmm. know if they were sleeping with each other off set or something because they seem to have more chemistry. But then I was like, oh, I think Lunkhead's her boyfriend. It was fucking confusing. And then, yeah, she gets into a car with Stubbles to drive to the next town. Yeah, uh, why was she in the car with Stubbles? Why wouldn't she go in the car with her boyfriend? Yeah. I don't know. That's what I mean. I, I, like, I thought I missed something. Yeah, I thought there was. And Stubbles is being so, like, bitter about stuff. I presumed he had a crush on her, but they never develop any of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they're going to call the cops, but then they get a flat along the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, Meanwhile, Jordan, Lunkhead, his speedy car, the GPS cuts out, the phones go dead, they're hitting that dead point. So Blondie and Stubbles are changing the tire. Well, she changes the tire, doesn't she? Because he doesn't. But like, weren't they white? Weren't they following each other? Why did they get separated? Yeah, they were They were going, like, ahead... To get. Why would they go ahead? Oh, because they're going to to, the, uh, to go call the police about the truck. Remember? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Because she was like, I can't. The cops. Oh, to the cops, right? Because they have like again, it's like you have phones, and I appreciate they stopped working later in this bit, but they had them before. So just ring the police, whatever. So they try to see B, and then Rusty is right behind them, turns his lights on. This again is one of the things I just want to call out as an editor or a director. Like this is a stupid decision. They have this moment where Rusty, like, they're on a CB. Suddenly, these lights turn on behind them, and Rusty's right behind them. Could be mildly effective. It's not, because literally two shots before, they choose to show one shot of Rusty driving on the road with his lights off. So you know... Yeah, you knew it was going to happen. That he's <laughs> yeah, that's be you know that this is going to happen. It's like, you just take that fucking shot out, and you have a better scene. It drives me crazy. Um, I've written down here, Blondie is insufferable. <laughs> she is. She was driving me absolutely crazy. Rusty though knocks them. And I'm pretty happy because their car flips like 20 fucking times. And I wrote down, they're dead, right? And I was like, immediately, like, I'm going to like this film more than any of the others. That if was they a die. realistic like car flip, like for the movie or for like the, the Joyride series. I was like, oh, like, I feel like that would actually like happen to a car that just got wrecked by a semi. Yeah. But they should have died. Yeah. Nobody ever dies in these films. At least they're a little bit shaken up, I guess. It's not like, you know, they have blacked out. It's not like some of the other movies where that woman in the High Women film oh, <laughs> flipped God. right over and she just got out and was perfectly fine. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking about that film right now. Or the lady who fell from the water tower in Hitcher 2 and hit everything on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> See, that sounds like a lot of fun to me right now. But wait, I don't remember, know if I'm just the, remember the lady in... Uh, <laughs> what's her name when she was hiding up in the thing crying from the cops is that highwayman see these act- these actors like there was nothing in this film or the last film where I was just like oh my god like, what, what is going that? on yeah. the, the thing that's worse for me than something being bad is something being dull mm-hmm. you know? when something's just like devoid of fun Anyway, Rusty reverses up, takes their bodies. They're still alive, apparently. So Rusty uh, uh, gets stubbles. And we're going to get a long, (laughs) nasty scene as he pushes stubbles 
one foot with one hand so gross. into the fan. It was rough to watch. It was disturbing. Thank God they didn't really show it, but they did the hit face. Well, they fucking... I mean, do you notice, like, so how they do it on the wide is ridiculous mm. because he's obviously nowhere near where the fan is in the front of the truck that the Rusty's putting both hands into and then his face eventually. So you get these close-ups of bits falling off and it's actually pretty fucking nasty. Yeah. But on the wide, they literally do... Oh, you can imagine them being there on set and being like, oh, we're not actually anywhere near it. And the director just being like, doesn't matter, just do it just off camera. And you know, like, a millimeter of camera is the person spraying the blood that's just coming <laughs> off camera and like, oh. <laughs> and it looks so stupid. But when you get the actual, like, close-ups, it's pretty cool. It's pretty gross. It is pretty gross. It's, like, hard to watch people. It's it, like, hard. makes me concerned for people who genuinely really, really like torture porn because it's, like, oh, just I just feel like I'm watching people get hurt. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's just, like, stressful. It was stressful. All those yeah. scenes are just, like, oh too stressful mm-hmm. but they did a good job it, i guess you know it, yeah. It, it, yeah. for what it is for what it's supposed to be i guess yeah i, don't, I mean again in a, in a, if the film's more fun then this stuff could be fun because it's so over the top and in the making of they're like we're not trying to be realistic with this you know we're trying to just go over the top and have fun with it and i'm totally for over the top fun violence in my horror movies but it has to be fun and that means the rest of the movie has to be fun yeah like i guess it's like better than like the last movie we watched where it just felt like oh god when is this gonna end and this is just kind of like very very suspenseful suspenseful and it just kind of brings you through it a little easier mm-hmm. there's some creativity yeah. going on at least the storytelling um, i guess is a little better yeah yeah i think i do think so of course rusty doesn't want to kill blondie so he ties it to a barrel uh, there's a whole scene here with her filming him sorry him filming her and then she knocks the camera over and she does this <laughs> really bad monologue to the to the found footage camera which i'm glad they cut out so he radios up jordan blondie's screaming they're like oh my god he's got blondie and he says he'll trade austin pretending that he's still alive and blondie for the race car and tells them to meet him at some warehouse in an hour but it's 100 miles away which I love in any film when you're told you got to go somewhere, of course you have to turn around. Like they have to do that cliche skid in the road as they turn reverse and go in the other direction. So we're back with the cops. They find the wrecked vehicle where our friends were taken from. This is where I noticed the Nebraska state trooper. So we're definitely in Nebraska. Mm-hmm. And Jordan and pals are hatching a plan to rescue their friends. And go- this is honestly where I noticed Goaty Boy existed. <laughs> I was like completely... He suddenly like having an intimate chat with the brunette girl and was like i had no idea this guy existed at all mm-hmm. um, i did well congratulations <laughs> <laughs> so they send in jordan i don't know what their plan is here because their plan seems to be they're going to send in jordan and then two of the guys are going to like creep around the sides of the and like house. try to like find rusty nails or like what are they going to do uh, while brunette sits in the car and long and like obviously they know that that Rusty Nail knows that there's more than one of them. So if only Jordan walks through this middle bit, Rust they know that Rusty Nail's wondering where the other people are. And I love he tries to do some acting here and his idea when he wants to do acting is he just shouts everything. And he does, he's very emotive with his arms. Like he's like, Hey, where are you? Like flinging his arms up all the time. He's just like, where is she? And he goes, I want to talk to them. <laughs> just starts like screaming. Yelling. Uh... Oh, Jesus, man. 
Anyway, he goes over to Rusty's. Friends are creeping around to flank. This scene is so long and boring. Yeah, it is. It's like, get on. What are they doing? Where are they going? And there's no suspense in it. Terribly, and then there's a terribly messy shot as Rusty takes out the kid, which you don't even really see. And then Rusty drives at Jordan, who dives out of the way and hilarious. Like he just like why doesn't he run horizontally? Like no one just wants to just run out of the way of the truck. I know you gotta like run in the same line and then jump out of the way in a dramatic leap. So stupid. And by the way, electric guitar music is fucking rocking at this point. (laughs) It's really funny. So they race, Rusty drives off, they race after him in the car. Uh, they're going to pass a cop car which pulls him over, but they're going to do the old switcheroo on us. We're going to think it's Rusty, but it's actually not. There's blood coming from the back. We're going to get this long protracted scene where we see the cop deciding not to call it in for some reason. <laughs> they never fucking called these things in, which is bizarre. And then he arrests the guy. We don't see his face. The fact that we don't see his face makes us know this isn't Rusty, right? Because they've shown quite a lot of his face mm-hmm. yeah. up until this point. And he's got a weird wedding ring on. I didn't notice well. it. But yeah, oh, you knew it was ring. like a setup. It wasn't rusty. So the couple is in the back. Uh, there's fresh meat, but then he finds these bodies that fall out. Jordan and co have found their own cop by that point, and they're trying to explain to him. So oh, God, with the gun. The, and like, dude, oh, why, do you, why are you still ho- sh- holding Hold, the gun holding at them? Holding a gun at them, like, right? For so and long. Also, can we the U-turn? It was weird. The, cop had perfect like his eyebrows were so well manicured like the the meat body cop did anyone else notice that <laughs> he was oh, so that, put that together guy. flawless <laughs> eyebrows no, I did not notice. yeah i just love the u-turn of this like the cop like pulls or like like they go to the cop for help and the cops just start screaming at them with the gun out so weird. and like thinks that they're like you know they're the killers and then the the immediately explain to him what's happened and he just like he hears their story and then immediately flips from angry to like very excited and he's like all right guys i'm in let's go let's go like when would a cop ask a group of random victims to be like hey come on we're gonna get them together follow me it's ridiculous and this by the way it's the scene where they all have to put their arms in the air and we were just like yeah let's just leave it on this scene for an hour and a half instead with brunette's mindrift Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> now we find that the cop with the truck isn't really Rusty Nell it's someone else but the bodies are in the back he just picked up a rogue load yeah so yeah. Rusty Nell was like uh, oh my god my you know trick somebody to get his load he's like I got too much meat <laughs> who wants my meat no just, it was like, something about like the refrigerator the broke so yeah that's okay. why he was I rushing to get I want Joyride 4 rogue load I think you can get that on Pornhub Uh, Rusty drives into Jordan's cop car and it's like the second one and yeah they have the second one where it just explodes like this car just fucking blows into pieces which is actually pretty cool and yeah we're gonna learn this cop called Williams is looking for Jenkins but Jenkins is dead now so then Jordan chats as Rusty on the old radio Mm-hmm. And they decide what they're going to do next. We're going to then get one arty shot in this movie where we start in darkness and we hear screaming and then Rusty ignites a cigarette in a very dramatic beginning of a country music video kind of way. He has such handsome stubble. Oh my god. I wish... We won't get into your personal life. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Stop. Uh, 
The little kid is in a lot of chains around his face. Very sore style indeed. This was horrible. This scene was hard to watch. Like, I think one of the oh, hardest kills to watch in this series. That was gross. I mean, you don't really see anything, though. Like, this is full on sore. So, like, yeah. this whole thing's going to tighten and destroy his face. But it doesn't actually, like, concave or anything. You just see blood coming out. Uh, mm. But it's just so long. And that's what torture porn's about. It's just like, it's just so long. And his friends in the car reacting, like, I don't know. I'd be freaking out if I heard that on the radio. Yeah, one part, what was so it? Funny. One person was like, turn it off, turn it off. I'm like, that's your friend dying. Like, turn it, it off. Sorry, like, Christina, don't but you if wanna... someone rings up and, I have to and you're s- dying, I'm probably going to turn it off. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to listen. What the hell? Like, don't you want to make sure? You're going to bum out my I day. would listen, Christina. <laughs> I would listen. Yeah, I wouldn't turn to, it off. I dedicate. You have to be there. I have up. to say, like, the way they handle fear in this, like, comparatively in this series, like, you look at, like, uh, C. Thomas, like, Howell, Powell, whatever, in Hitcher, and the way when he sees, like, death or, like, a dead body, he, like, throws up. Like, he has very genuine, like, what I feel like I would react that way in these, like, situations but like the way this guy handles fear and like stress he's like i'll kill you you bastard like yeah that's i don't know <laughs> yeah, let's be clear there is no reason why any of these movies can't be as good as the hitcher <sighs> like there's no fucking reason but here we are what would you like sung to you then christina if we are in a walkie-talkie mm. or what, what, what should we say to you what would help if you're dying and you're yeah. like no we have to listen to it can we help with anything i don't know like say something some like yeah <laughs> something so you're not alone or like i don't know yell at rusty nail i'd lean you know, fight on for me. me when you're not i'd sing that to you hum it quietly <laughs> <laughs> no music to you. your last fucking lean last on me as you die as your face is crushed by rusty nail will be heaven singing country music <laughs> jeez Anyway, Jordan has to give himself up to getting Blondie back, and he's like, sure, I'll sacrifice myself. So they call the cops, but they have to tell the cops where they are, and they get all frustrated, because don't you hate it when the cops are like, hey, where are you so we can help you? And you're like, god damn it. Mm-hmm. They always do this in horror films, and they just like hang up, because like, oh, I didn't think you'd ask me where I was. Oh, what the fuck? They're driving on roads. They don't have no idea where they are. They know what road they're on. And at some point, you're going to pass a fucking signpost. Like, it's mm-hmm. so... I hate this in horror movies. Anyway, the goatee. I love this. Goatee, brunette's boyfriend, who's barely been there for the oh entire Oh, my movie. God. He I know what you're going to gonna say. Oh, my God. Yeah. What the hell? He's just so like, I'm out. stupid. He's like, you want to come? And she's like, no. And he's like, all right. Look, <laughs> and if you, you die, if you die... It's your decision. I, I will kill myself. Well, why don't you fucking stay with her so you can no, protect no, he says, her? No, he says to the guy, to like, she's left with Lunkhead. It's just brunette and Lunkhead. And he says to Lunkhead, if she dies, then I will kill you. But well, like, why leave her? No, though? no. Like, why get out of the fucking car? No, he said, if she dies, uh, I'm going to kill myself. I'll kill myself. I'm pretty sure he says Jordan, but either no, way, it's I stupid. thought he says, I'll like, kill you way, myself. Oh. Yeah, either way, it's oh, stupid. Maybe. It doesn't matter. It's like, yeah, why are you walking away? Why would you <laughs> leave her alone? Or like, why wouldn't you go with your boy? <sighs> There's so and many. And where are you decisions. gonna go, so anyways? I agree with Al. This was the first time I noticed him for real. Like, was really like, oh, like you're an actual character in this. Yeah, he exists. 
He's going for a stroll. That was a weird move. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to go? There's nowhere to go. Why and are you going to leave your girlfriend alone? That's just stupid. And yeah. to make it even worse, he goes for a stroll and just immediately comes across Rusty's truck that's sitting in the middle of nowhere. Right? He got yeah. out in a completely random place. There is no way that Rusty could possibly have known he was going to be no. here. No. So, of course, he gets taken. <laughs> uh, Williams, the cop, finds Jenkins dead on Highway 17. Marcus, 61. The dead corpse is pretty funny as it's sticking out of this bone. Oh, yeah, I was excited was right. to actually see a corpse in a wreck. Like, I feel like we haven't gotten that yet. All right, you got your own problems. <laughs> Here you go, Evan. Evan. <laughs> Wait, what? You like them old sexy grandpas and you like corpses and wrecks? No, and I mean, like, like, in all of these, like, pursuit road slashers, we haven't seen, like, a body in a car, like, from, like, a car crash. Like, we've That's seen fair. the explosive car crashes, but we've never been, we've always been like, where's the body? Like, where are the other, like, pieces? So it's our That's first fair. time getting That's it. Fair. So Goaty wakes up in another boring saw trap. But the thing with the saw is he can be really creative and because you can do anything because mm-hmm. he can set up stuff. Rusty ones have to be about the truck, which really limits him to what he can do. So he's trapped in between a, one of the, what do you call them, the wheel change prop up mm-hmm. things, the winches, which obviously are huge for trucks, and the grill. And then he pours gasoline everywhere and then just like destroys this guy's head by popping it. That was hard to watch, too. Yeah, he kills him pretty quick. And then he drives off untethered. He gives up. He lets his uh, his carriage go and drives off into the night untethered. Um, the cops all decide, again, I appreciate this. The cops are like, we're going to put up roadblocks on every road for 100 fucking miles, even the back roads. Yeah, every, I mean, finally you do something I smart. I don't think they have smart. that many cops, <laughs> but whatever. Every vehicle gets stopped and gets examined. <laughs> and then we get this brilliant bit as the cop looks into the distance. It's like, there's a killer on the road and I want him <laughs> <laughs> that that pacing uh, amazing uh, this is what Katie pointed out because I said right at the beginning I like I hope all of them die and it's just left with the brunette at the end of the movie and Katie is like you've almost got your wish because it's long haired and brunette that's all that's left <laughs> maybe blondie we're thinking at this point but no so Lunkhead Squarepants decides he wants to be a martyr and he's like, yeah, I'm going to go kill myself to get Blondie back. And he tells Brunette to go get the police as he wanders off into the junkyard where he's meant to do the rendezvous with uh, Rusty. Mm-hmm. And then this scene also goes on for fucking forever as he just walks around screaming. Yeah, at <laughs> Shouting nothing. so loud. No idea why. I really wanted to fast um, forward it, but I didn't. There's no Same. reason. Rusty should just step out immediately. There's no reason for it to go on this long. Yeah. Anyway, he finally comes toe-to-toe with Rusty. Uh, who says he's, he's decided he's got a crush on Blondie. And then he looks up and he's insinuating he's got her in the boot of a car that is suspended above a uh, crusher in this, in this uh, where are they again? Junkyard. Yeah. Uh, so he like lowers it down into, their, into this slow crusher. We can hear her screaming in the boot. Mm-hmm. And then they decide to have a razzle. And the two of the, the two boys just start duking it out. Yeah. Rusty's huge. Like, I was about to say this yeah. in the beginning, but when he first made his appearance in, like, the motel, like, I was surprised by how intimidatingly, like, huge this, like, Rusty yeah, male like was. Foot something. Yeah, hmm? if it, Jason. It did make it feel like, oh, yeah, if I, if he got me, like, how, because it's like, why isn't, why can't anybody get away or outsmart him? But, like, he, yeah, he's so big that you're like, Ugh, like yeah you can't get he's so strong how can you get away mm-hmm. from him and by the way he kills this guy like yeah, I, this guy's I thought he was dead enough. 
He crushed his like neck. The first, you heard the bones? The first kick he does. Yeah, you heard oh. bones. His entire like, blood just comes out of his face. He's like destroying him. Mm-hmm. But then the brunette comes and runs Rusty over. And she shuts off the crusher, goes over to Squarepants, who apparently is just fine. As Katie said, he's just got a blood beard now. Yeah. yeah. The blood placement was so weird. Like, was so, weird. <laughs> so weird. He's like, he would be, like, yeah, he would be absolutely decimated. Mm-hmm. But anyway, they get up to the car, he opens the boot, but Twist, she's not in it. It's just a video recording. Yeah, that was I was surprised by this. That was a good twist. Yeah. Yeah, this is, this is, again, on paper, this is a pretty cool moment. And this is a nice idea because he starts watching the video mm-hmm. recorder that she's on and we move the camera inside it until we go into the past, essentially, and see what happened to her. Yeah, that That's was a nice cool. idea. It was nice, yeah. That was cool. In probably the funniest kill in the yeah. movie. That was crazy, though. That was a crazy shot. She is strapped to the front of the truck at the top of it, like fully exposed to the elements as Rusty's driving along at night towards a bridge. And you think it's going to be a head, right? You think a head's going to come off? Nope. I mean, for starters, it's hilarious because every time you cut to a wide shot, she's clearly just a mannequin. Oh, was she? I was thinking like, just like thinking like, God, like if I were her, they'd have to strap me to a truck and drive. That'd be scary. I mean, sure, but not for the wides, not for the proper ones. But yeah, he goes into this bridge and it takes half her body off and it's insane. It just explodes all over the camera. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was pretty gnarly. Bad. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool. The square pants isn't happy about it. He's like, no. But it's so like it's blondie. Anticlimactic too. Like the way he reacts. Like his girl he just watched his girlfriend get demolished. And he like what? He like decides to keep crushing the car in his anger. And even as like the car is getting <laughs> crushed, it's happening so slowly. And why did he, like, close the boot of the... I mean, I only say that because you're here, Al. Why does he close the trunk of the car when he's done? (laughs) Like, why even close it? Why exert that energy to close the trunk of the car? He's a tidy boy. He's a tidy boy. But yeah, this is hilarious because they get into the car. Rusty then rams him into a sort of massive cinder block wall thing. Brunette's leg then gets stuck as they're trying to escape. So Squarepants does this crazy roll over the car. <laughs> jump. It's fucking insane. And then he jumps up into the lift. Um, that was smart. To, mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. Yeah, to that get to this claw. I don't know what the fuck you call these things. Claw. A, a, you know, yeah. yeah. A massive claw. And he uses it on Rusty, who, by the way, is just sitting there in his truck for like five minutes watching this happen and letting it happen. <laughs> like, <laughs> it takes this guy... It takes this kid ages to yeah, line this up and get the claw in place. And Rusty is just sitting there. And then when it comes through the roof, he's like, oh, no, I didn't see that happening. It's so weird. Like yeah. when you do this in a movie, the villain is meant to be distracted in some way. He's not. He's just sitting there. Anyway, um, so he grabs Rusty and the truck, lifts it up. And in, honestly, it's a feat that they make this even look OK because mm-hmm. it's so stupid that it drops the truck into a tiny crusher that's way too small for this truck. <laughs> and the crusher's just like gradually nibbling. It's so truck. anticlimactic. Like, I can't. And they think that that's going to do it. And then he's like, oh, maybe I didn't kill him. So I'll just sort of smoosh this claw <laughs> around the pit on the top. Uh, thunderstorm comes in. Brunette and square pants look at the wreckage and go, he's dead. But they didn't check the body. Like, they, oh. <laughs> no. 
so the dumb. cops did yeah it's so dumb and like also like when he, you she first ran him over like she just left him and weren't they scared about him like getting up and coming back like what did you think he was dead right away don't you know don't you watch horror movies guys come right. on you run him over at least 10 times mm-hmm. and then you take a crowbar and you smash his brains out Mm-hmm. What the hell? He's I want Christina on my alive. horror movie team. Like, right? Yeah. She's no, he's probably dead. He's probably dead. No. Uh, the cops turn up. No idea how or why. But they say they think they found her boyfriend's body, which is goatee. And Brunette's like, no. I know. No, Finally. Like, now that's like. Head. That was like the most like. Upset Emotion. anybody. Yeah. Was. Yeah. But it was weird. <laughs> Heaven, you, you did great in this film. Your midriff looked fantastic. Yeah, Heaven. You could have put a little yeah. bit more into some of these lines of dialogue. Um, <laughs> thank you so much. The notes are being taken. I will apply that to further work. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> so the cops lift up. They're like, I want to see his body. So they lift it up. And guess what? Rusty Nell's not sitting in the front seat. I mean, he could be anywhere else, to be fair, in that wreckage. But not in the front seat. And then, honestly, the best bit in the movie. The cop then turns looks out into the distance and says he's still out there Ugh. <laughs> in the most dramatic stupid fucking is terrible and then we cut to rusty looking more than ever like a country pop singer as he's out on the road yeah. hitching a ride mm-hmm. and a semi pulls over and you get to see him run just he just sort of like yeah running <laughs> for a long time like... too i'm like he looks so close but i guess he wasn't <laughs> It's so weird to show him like that. And he, like, gets in the back. And he throws his jacket away, though, first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, And that's it. You think you would end with, like, a kill or something or a sinister line, but nothing. My name's Rusty. Um, and Rusty Nails. Rusty Nails. Which, again, you kick that guy out of your fucking car. If it's just called Rusty, fine. But Rusty Nails, like, no, you get out right now, <laughs> you psycho. The song... What was it? That I don't comes know. comes in at the end of I think of I was movie. dead already by then. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. What was the it song? Was, I don't fucking know. It was the worst. I couldn't believe it. Like, Play I really it for us. Uh, I don't know if I can. I'll try and get it up. Joy by 3. There we go. I mean, I can't play too much of it. Otherwise, we'll get our podcast pulled down. <laughs> Here he comes. Here he comes. He's running up to the truck. <laughs> that run is amazing. Yeah, throw that jacket aside, Rusty. So good. Getting ready for that strip tease. He's even got the red rag sticking out of his back pocket. Oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. He looks so, like, stylish. I know, he does. Here we go. What's your name? Rusty. Rusty. Rusty Rusty Nails. (laughs) Wait for it. Stalemate? Is that what it is saying? Want you to crown me the queen of your love. <laughs> He's just lonely. It sounds like a mid nineties fucking It does sound nineties, yeah. But it was so 2014, bad. huh? And not nineties in a cool way. <laughs> like a really bad nineties. And that's how we end. That's how we end wow. our franchise. Bittersweet guys. 
bitter sweets. Damn. I have nothing else to say other than I did watch a bit in the making of where I saw the director directing the the, peep, the couple in the beginning for that opening kill. And he walks over to one and he's like, yeah. And then you'd be like, oh, no, no, get me off this. Get me off this. Or, you know, just say something like that. And then he walks away and calls action. And you can just see the actor just being like, that wasn't directing. You didn't really tell me what to do or what Aww. to say. There's no di- lines of dialogue. Just like, yeah, just scream or some shit. I gotta go make my making of video right now, so I'm a little busy. Um, it's ridiculous. Anyway, Jorai Three. How do we feel about it? Um, again, there's not even a rumor yet. Not that I know of of a Jorai Four coming. So we might <gasps> Maybe be safe. Maybe they'll hire you to direct it, and we could star in it. Yay. Yay. It'll be Yay. the best one. I mean, well. Let's make it a rom-com. I if we could beat Jorid one. Let's get beavers in it. Heaven, yeah. We're not just making a movie where you get to make out with Rusty Nail. That's what's going <laughs> to That would be a really good twist. Like, she That's ends she up on his team. You know what I mean? Yeah, we make I eye contact. I'm like, I know you've been driving alone for all this time, but you don't have to anymore. You are like me. I am like you. We Ew. are like one. <laughs> Ew. Wouldn't even change your name. Your CB name would just be Heaven. It'd be perfect. Stop. Yeah. Like you like candy cane. How do you like Heaven? Um, all right. So, Heavenly, are you there? I'm here. Right, so rusty. Don't say. Don't say whether you preferred it to last week's necessarily. You can hint at that. But next week, obviously, we're going to be placing all these films in order. So I don't like give away all the goods. But Heaven, let's start with you. How did you feel about Joyride 3 Roadkill? I didn't like it. (laughs) I mean, it was better than Joyride 2 for sure. I liked... I literally just said, don't say whether you preferred it. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm so sorry. It's okay. I told everybody about Godzilla. This is not our. You know what? I thought they did it. They made a movie. That's that's what I have to say about that. They made a movie. That's it. Well, hang on. Okay, but actually, you know what? We'll save it all for next week then, because I've got a lot to ask you. You're going to be ranking uh, all of the... One of the things we're going to be doing is not just ranking who's the scariest of all of the killers we've had, mm. but we're going to also throw in who's the sexiest of all the killers. Ooh. I, I like that, yeah. Because there's a lot of sexy killers. Yeah. That's right. Uh, oh, I know my sexiest. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to do, like, top two then, because I feel number one might be the same for some of us. Probably. Uh, yeah, top two. Or the top three or something. Okay. Yeah, we'll just list them all. You know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, actually. And it was very, very suspenseful. And I was surprised. It was a little easier to watch um, than some of the other ones. And, uh, you know, they took you, they really did take you for a ride. And it was pretty gruesome. And they did a good job with that, if you're into that. So... Uh, it, well, I was surprised it wasn't too bad. I mean, would I watch it if I wasn't on this podcast with you guys? No, I would not. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and would I tell anybody to watch it? No, I would not. <laughs> but next week, you know, when we do the ranking, I mean, you will know why. I mean, you know, it's just like, it's just, it's all about circumstances, right? Mm-hmm, all right. about circumstances 
That's all. That Till mean? next week. <laughs> Stop. Um. I mean, I do think it was like I, I do like you could see the difference between this structure and that structure. Like, this structure actually did a better job than the last structure. Hmm. Yeah. I thought this is the thing last week, as you remember, I was the most down on that movie. You two were slightly kinder than I was of certain elements of it. It really bummed me out. And I was looking forward to this one because, like, it can't possibly get worse. Like, last week it was like, which is worse, The Hitcher 2 or Joyride 2? Both by the same director. <laughs> and this week it's like, well, I've seen this director's work. I know it, it's bad, but it can be fun. Like, there's normally, yeah, violence and nudity and all of that, you know, just exploitation flicks. That's what he makes. And it's a different type of movie. And that's the thing is, like, this is a different type of movie. This is... Yeah. Last week's was trying to still be a movie movie. Mm-hmm. It was just failing at every hurdle. This week's is not trying to be a movie movie. This is trying to be a straight-to-DVD horror sequel and doing what most of those do, which is, yeah, we're going to be exploitative, you know, with this. And that's not for everyone. I completely get that. I can have fun with that if I'm in the right mood. Like, if they're having enough fun and there's some chemistry and it's clear the cast and crew are enjoying themselves, then I can have fun with just gratuitous blood and unity, and that's fine. I don't have fun here, though. Again, that's the thing. It's like the kills are the most fun that I have here, and I don't like torture porn. I don't normally find that fun. So I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to give him credit because there's more creativity going on here with the kills. I think the setup is actually fine. Like this idea of some people, it's kind of more Final Destination setup. Well, yeah, it definitely reminded me of Final Destination. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which is, and I enjoy those movies, but I can't express enough. Like I like, I did not like the characters last week. I like these ones vastly worse like there's not one person I can hang on here and the only mm. reason I'm sounding like a terrible perv talking about a brunette's midriff is because there was nothing I could enjoy with any of these characters like I didn't like anything about them it also felt a little like Fast and Furious fur- the Furious like that was a purpose, little yeah. bit yeah. they said in the making mm-hmm. of they were trying to do the car like that and, and, and the cast too with the mm-hmm. abs and stuff and the white well, yeah, boys and Paul even the outfits in the first yeah exactly yeah Paul Walker mm-hmm <laughs> but yeah that's my big problem is like if oh yeah that's right Paul Walker mm-hmm. oh, I forgot if we had a cast here that I could enjoy and get some chemistry from I think I could have a good time with this movie it would still be shitty but I could have a good time but there was just nothing here for me with these characters and when I, and I honestly mean it I don't know if I've ever been that void by the end of a movie of being still surprised when people turned up and being like oh, I completely forgot you were in this movie and I don't care about any of you and our lead I guess is meant to be the lunkhead but I don't care about him at all mm-hmm. not at all he was he was terrible and I can't get over that I really can't so I don't know I don't I honestly don't know how I'm ranking these next week because those three movies are all really bad in different ways and it comes down mm. to a personal preference of like which one would I go back to and be able to like just squeeze some fucking fun out of from it being bad, you know? Oh my god, it would have been so much more fun if we watched all this. Mo- I wish all we could have watched together. all these oh, together. Yeah. Okay, for people, you could only like if you want to watch these movies, you have to watch them with a group of friends because, or else, it's just uh, yes, mm-hmm. drunk. <laughs> Unless you're really into torture porn, and that's that's your thing. See, I don't like it. And I will say the most damning thing I can say about this movie is I've been kind of excited to do the Wrong Turn series. And we were looking at new programming this year and what we're covering and stuff. And Wrong Turn was one that was coming up. Now, remembering that it's this director who did three out of those seven movies, I'm like, I don't want to do Wrong Turn for a while. I'm just like, I don't want to. I don't care how many, I don't care how many boobs and how much Man. blood you got in these movies. I don't need it. Don't need it. So, yeah. But next week, 
we will be doing a wrap up if you're new to us our wrap ups where we normally go through like all the extra media stuff and we have a few bits because obviously we're going to be wrapping up on Duel, The Hitcher, Highwaymen, Joyride. There's a whole bunch of stuff that we've obviously covered on this series and there are some little bits, some novel stuff, some comic book stuff, some things like that that we'll talk about but then we're mostly going to be doing the rankings. We'll, we'll yeah be ranking sexiest killer, spookiest killer, yeah. I don't know, best car coolest chase, best locations. Death, yeah, coolest locations, best diner, whatever you want. Doesn't Duel feel so long ago? Like another no lifetime film. ago, huh? It does, because we started that at, like, uh, the beginning also Nobody of all knows. this madness. Yeah, like, remember we almost saw each other? Yeah, we almost went to go Yeah, watch. we nearly did it in person. Whoa. Wow. If we only knew. Yeah, and I'm, I'm still watching extracurricular ones, so we'll also be covering a bit of Hush and The Car and Maximum mm. Overdrive, and there's a weird pseudo-hitcher sequel from Mexico that I'm looking Ooh. at. So I'm going to be watching as much of those as I can bear and reporting <laughs> on them next week as well. <laughs> Al, how um, do you have all this time? Yeah, like, Where do you find the time to watch all these movies? There's not enough many movies. hours in the day. I'm not watching that many movies right now. I'm really not. Most of those I've still got to cram in before we do our next show. <laughs> so it's going to be a fun, like, 48 hours. And I'll be honest, I might not make it with some of them. My life is too short right now for really bad movies. So like, I know there's a couple of good ones there, so I'll definitely rewatch them. But. Mm-hmm. And, of course, we will hopefully do what we normally do in a wrap-up, which is a quiz. I like doing a quiz, so it just depends on if I have the time to organize it. But I think I will. I think I will. So we'll do a little quiz for you guys. See Ooh, how much you I remember. I like a quiz. You've never quizzed me before. <gasps> did, they not? did we do a quiz for Blair Witch? Heaven, I don't remember. No, we, yeah, we did. We actually did do a Blair Witch quiz. I forgot cool. about that. I like doing a quiz. Yeah, you can follow me on all the social medias, Mr. Al White on the everythings. I'm also on Xbox as that. I'm on PlayStation as that. Come play Friday the 13th. Don't play Dead by Daylight. Friday the 13th all the way. Uh, Christina, what about you? I am on Twitter and Instagram at underscore hi, Christina. Hi, Christina. <laughs> I am on Twitter at Heaven Devera. And if you're a sexy grandpa country pop singer, send a little DM. Heaven's nope. Mm. Heaven's <laughs> don't do but that. But you're on Instagram too, aren't you? Yeah, but my Instagram's still on private. So if anyone's trying to follow oh. me on my Instagram, I I should take it off private soon. I just am I? Do I am I allowed in? Am I, am I on your Instagram? Yeah, you're on. You guys are both on my Instagram. I just have never. Yeah, like, she accepted us. Stop. We've been accepted. It's just rock climbing and surfing stuff, guys. Nothing exciting. Why is it private? You're cool on your Instagram. Although there is a there is a like ridiculous amount of you just like posing with your midriff out. So you really are the lady from this. Yeah. (laughs) Stop. Also, there's the one that the most upsetting one for me is this one, which is the one of you in our house. I was in Al's yeah. guest bathroom when I was house sitting, but the lighting was so good. I remember like seeing this photo of Heaven just in a bikini posing in the fo- in the fucking mirror. I was like, wait a second, that's my house. Well, you live by the you live by the beach. I was sure. alone for two weeks. I'm with always Izzy. in my bikini. Okay, I was tanning. I know. You wouldn't believe how many naked selfies I take while I'm just like hanging out. <laughs> Stop. Ugh. I want to go to the beach and hang out. Me I'm gonna too. And take right selfies now. in your mirror. I I'm miss you guys. <laughs> I miss you guys. <laughs> I miss you too. But again, if you're dying over a CB radio, I'm probably going to turn it off. Just to be clear. Just I won't, Christina. I'll stick it out. Thank you. Thanks, guys. 
We'll be back next Friday to do our wrap up and then I'll be revealing what we're covering next. I'll be honest, we don't know yet. We're still discussing it. There's a whole bunch of stuff in the air. Some of it is in line with the normal stuff. Some of it's completely different. Not horror based is some of it, but we'll see what happens. Human One of centipede. Them will take us through to no, just huh? kidding. Human centipede. No, that's definitely horror based. <laughs> <laughs> And obviously, yeah, like I said earlier, we even con- we even contemplated the MCU, but I don't think we can do that. Um, anyway, we'll be back next Friday. Until then, we're out, geeks. Geeks. Geeks.